The opinions and views expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views of HTT Media Group. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, lovelies, and thanks again for tuning in to Listen Closely. If you haven't already, please follow me on Facebook, where I'll be posting all things related to the topics of each episode, as well as merchandise and many other different things. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and listen closely. So the past two episodes, uh, we talked about the All of Texas Ghost Train and the Hardin County Courthouse. So today we just kind of want to take it a little bit slower and talk about our experiences, what we may or may not believe, and, um, you know, just kind of lay back. Y'all get to know us a little bit more. Um, If you hear any background noises, we are uh, at the Studio in the Pines, which is located inside Frenchie's Coffee House, so you might be hearing some background noise, but hopefully it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, all right, so first and foremost, your que- main question to you is, do you believe in ghosts, paranormal, whatever you want to call it? Absolutely. And, and, you know, obviously I was a little shy at the beginning, and I think the shyness has to do with me being so excited about this episode because... You have a story, and I you have, want to tell it. I have a very big story. I, obviously, last time we talked to you about... Junior, we we gave you that yeah, name. You you gave us the name Junior and nothing so, else. Brief little backstory: I've actually been visited by apparitions three times in my life, and this is why I believe in ghosts. To answer your question, I do. So when I was growing up, I had an imaginary friend, like most kids did. Uh, his name was Junior. Now Junior was a little older than me. He was probably in his mid twenties. That's actually interesting. I mean. We've been married two years. I've known you, like, since high school. And I, yeah. I mean, I've heard of Junior. I just never knew that that was – he was 20 or 20-ish. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say probably, you know, in between 20 and 25, somewhere in there. See, that's crazy because, you know, I always – when you always talk about Junior, you always make it sound like, you know, he's a kid your age. Y'all played together and, you know, like he's it's a kid. Right. So he, he actually did uh, – He we played together. We played all the – he loved playing the things that kids like to play. Like hide-and-go-seek, you know, uh, ring around the rosy, stuff like that. He loved doing that hmm. stuff. But he was a little older. Um, so a little bit of backstory about me. My name is John Marble. Um, I have one grandfather named John Marble. He was a John John H. Marble. Right. Right, and my name is John H. Marble. The only difference is his was Higman and mine is Henry. Right. But, and there's a story to that too. But anyways, uh <laughs> He, uh, so I never got to meet him. He died September the 23rd of 1988. I was born October 21st of 1988. Wow. So there was only about a month right. in between I there. Mean, that, yeah. yeah. Um, Just barely missed you. Yes. And so they named me after him because, so back then he, 
um, he would be the one to, like back then, this is before they could tell what sex the baby was, what gender the baby was when it, you know, came out. And so he, when my mother was pregnant, he, he walked up to her and he was, he grabbed her stomach and said, that's my grandson. And oh, so like he knew. He knew. Like yeah. From he he just had and, this like feeling like yeah. this is my grandson. And my mom and dad, of course, like you don't know that you you never know yeah. what it's going to be. Oh no, some because people know. At the time, they had only had they had already had one girl and two boys. Right. Uh. So. Um, I mean, the odds were in his favor for being another boy. Right. <laughs> so when I was born, that's why they named me after him. Well, anyway, so back to Junior, we um, one day we were at my grandmother's house. And I was about six or seven years old at this time. Mm-hmm. And so my grandmother, who we affectionately called Nanny, um, was looking through some old memories. Like so old like some old photos. photos and, and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. And so I went over there because I wanted to see what she was looking at. Yeah. Well, when I did, I pointed at a picture. And my mom was standing right there. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's Junior. So, like, the, the picture was of, like, a 20-something-year-old? Yes. So, it was of my grandfather in his military uniform. Okay. So, I mean, pretty young right. when he got yeah. in the military. And my grandmother looked at me and said, what did you say? And I said, that's Junior. That's the boy. I, that's the guy I play with. My imaginary friend. That's Junior. Freaked yeah. everybody out. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, your your parents, I'm sure, have heard plenty like, hey, you know, you know, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just playing with Junior, you know. Yeah. Oh, me and Junior did this. I mean, all kids do that. Yeah. So the fact that now they're like, hey, that's a picture of Junior. That's his grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. They're and like, what do you mean that's Junior? Like, you've never seen, like, you've never seen him before, before that, like a picture, right. really. I mean, you might have, but as a kid, like, you're, you just kind of throw it like, oh, hey, this used to be your grandparents, or, you know, this used to be so-and-so. I mean, we all do that when we were kids. Right. Like, they show us pictures, and we're like, okay, yeah, that doesn't mean much to me, unfortunately. Right. Um, but that one stuck out. Like, that picture, his military picture. Right. Like, and that you wasn't, were like, that is definitely 100% junior. Right. And that wasn't the only time that he's, well, I say he has ever visited me. So, the next story, uh, when I got out of high school, uh, I was doing some college stuff, and I was working at Whataburger at the time. The place to eat at the Texas. The place to eat in Texas, right. Yeah. If you if you ever come to Texas, if you're not in Texas, but you come to Texas, you better go to a Whataburger. Right. And so I, I'd worked there for about two years. And honestly, so one of the things that, about me is that I deal with, um, I've always dealt with depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was really down on myself at this point in my life. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. I was working at Whataburger, which to me... I mean, it's a great. It was a great job. It paid the bills, but it was kind of, you know, it was it was a start. You know, yeah. I wanted to. I'm 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 big about you know. I'm real antsy, so I wanted to see what was next. You know, and so I couldn't, and that kind of got me down. Well, I worked the graveyard shift, which the so graveyard it's... shift at Waterburger is from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. So. So you saw all the drunk and Yes, all of the drunks coming from... Craziness. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. Yeah, So or the quiet. I mean, But just... the cool thing about the graveyard shift is usually between the hours of like 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. 3 a.m. and 7 a.m.? Or Yeah, 3 a.m. and 7 a.m., sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, you don't really, on a week, week, not on a weekend, but on a weekday, you don't really see anybody. Right, because everybody's sleeping for work. Yeah, maybe one or two people come in. Yeah. And, 
by you know because they get up early for work or whatever but you rarely see anybody and that's kind of the time we start doing our prep and and getting everything ready getting for, ready the for the day. breakfast you right know? um so this was a tuesday night okay it was about two o'clock in the morning all right nobody was in there nobody was in the drive-thru my manager was in the office doing paperwork. I was up at the counter taking orders because you only need one person up there at that time. Cause yeah, because there's, there's there. nobody in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, I, uh, I'm i sitting there and I see this truck pull into the, uh, the driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so lights are blaring. So he turns off. He comes inside. Mm-hmm. And he's, as he's walking in, I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to him. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, sir? How can I help you? And he says, uh, well, I want this food and this food. And so he sits down, and, and he eats. You know, he's very quiet. I was but, like, so he, like, sits down and Yeah, he's sitting eats. in the restaurant eating. Okay. And, and the other people see him? Like, well, there's nobody manager? else in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, your manager's in the office. Manager's in the office. Manager stuff. Right. And so... Uh, and she doesn't say anything, and that's what kind of first tipped me off because usually when she, there's cameras right I all mean, over Whataburger, yeah, and if she sees somebody drive up, she'll usually yell out, "Hey, you got this!" And I'll say, "Yeah, I got it," you know. Okay. Um, so, but she was just still doing her paperwork. Right. She was not... doing her paperwork, and so I fix the man's food. He sits down, he eats, he he gets up, he thanks me for his for my food and stuff, and then he leaves. Well, okay. then as he goes out to his truck, he comes back in, and he says, "Hey." My truck is dead. Can you come, do you have any jumper cables to jump me off? Well, at Waterburger we had a policy about, you know, don't be outside past certain times, especially during certain times of year. Yeah. Because they mean, don't want you to get you robbed or mugged or something like yeah. that. So Safety. yeah. And so for some reason I said, you know what? Yeah, I do. Because at the time I had a black F one fifty extended cab. Um m- one of my favorite trucks. And <laughs> Uh, I had some jumper cables in the back, so I said, "I'll tell you what. Let me go get my truck. I'll come around, pull up, and yeah. I'll get you jumped off." No I mean, problem. you're 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 a big, strong, strapping man. That right. you think you know. I'm not worried about anybody. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. So, uh, especially since this is right outside of high school, and I hadn't gained the yeah. sixty pounds yet. So, <laughs> uh, but anyways, so I'm outside. I'm outside, and I jumped the dude off. And while it's kind of charging, I let it charge for a minute. I'm talking to him, and I say, "I say, by the way, I'm." And before I can get it out, he looks at me and he says, "I know who you are." And I kind of stop, and I'm like, "Okay, this is kind of creepy." Yeah, so I some, said, "So I said, oh, you know who you are?" He said, "Yeah, John, I know who you are." And he said, "I just want to let you know that everything in your life is going to be okay, and that you've got people watching out for you." And I was like, all Some right. weirdo, like, knows my name. Yeah, like. Giving me life advice. Freaking me out. <laughs> so, finally, we get his truck charged. He's very polite. He uh, he leaves. And I, um, I go back in. Mm-hmm. And the manager is standing there with a confused look on her face. And I'm like, "What? what's wrong? She goes, what were you doing outside? And I kind of looked at her and said, I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean I was jumping that guy off? He needed to jump for his truck. He goes, hey. You were jumping off who? 
And I kind of looked at her. I was the, like, the vehicle. That's I was like, right. yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she goes, John, I've been watching the cameras for the last ten minutes. I saw you get in your truck, pull around, put your jumper cables on your end, and hang your jumper cables on the side of your truck. There was not another vehicle next to you. So you're just you know going through motions and yeah, like nobody was there. And I looked at her and I was like, don't don't mess with me right now. Yeah, like, like, I no. was freaking. I was like, don't you dare mess with me. I just went outside. I talked to this guy. He I knew a, who I was. Yeah, I had a creepy conversation. Like, and you're coming you, you in, know. and now you're telling me. So she shows me the camera. Sure enough, that's exactly what I did. There was nobody there. There's nobody who even walked into the restaurant. So, like, nobody came in no. at any point. Nobody ordered food. No. Nobody did nothing. No. they. So I cooked food. Well, yeah, you cooked food, but, like, they but saw nobody. But I cooked nobody. it and laid it on the table. And when I looked over there, the food was still over there. Huh. Like, but you saw him eating it. Yeah. Like no, you saw I him saw eat him it, eating it. Saw him yeah. finish it. He was like, hey, thanks for my food. Left. Came right. back in. Said, hey, you know, my truck's not working. Can you jump me off? Right. And then you went out there, jumped him off. Well, you thought you were, but you just kind of yeah. laid the cables. Yeah. Huh. So, and so I'm, I'm talking to my mother about it, and I tell him the story and she looks at me and she goes, because this guy was an older guy, okay? And okay. an older guy that I'd never recognized. Okay. And I was telling him about how this guy was built. I was like, yeah, he's about he's about six foot three, six foot four, look like, probably about 280, 300 pounds. Big dude, like, and he had a, this, like, beard and stuff. And she goes, huh, once again, let's consult the family photos. She <laughs> let's brings go it back out. to the thing. <laughs> she shows me another picture of my grandfather when I was he was older. Is this the man that you saw? Absolutely. Hmm. I'm just in shock. And of course I couldn't recognize him because he had a beard like Right. And all those you know, all the photos you've seen were like kind were of clean of shaved young, and young. Which he looked completely different when he was older. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, different things have happened during that time. He uh yeah, he looked completely different. Hmm. And so, yeah. I, I, but, I mean, it kind of seems like he was the man that you needed at the certain times in your life. Like, when you were younger, right. you needed the younger, playful, you know, fun man. So, that's what he presented himself as. Well, so, the big story behind that, and this is uh, my grandmother. One of My great-grandmother was... Um, she was Catholic, but she was also she also did a lot in the I don't want Creole if mm-hmm. you the Creole you know region and stuff because that's where they were from right and so she told my grandmother one time or I think it was my mom I can't remember which one but she told them for a soul to be born a soul must die right I mean that's a pretty common right. and thought. so she she believes that basically that as I was growing up when I needed him most he was my guardian angel. Like he was always there for oh, yeah. me. And that's, you know, and I, and I agree with that. I believe that, uh, especially people who I think that are, that are named mm-hmm. after their grandparents. Yeah. Like, or someone who's passed. Right. I mean, whether it be grandparents or right. a sister, sibling that passed away too early. Yeah. I mean, so you to, have that connection to answer that question. Yes. I most definitely believe in ghosts. Okay. So what about you? So, I believe that there are things we can't explain. I've never personally been visited like you were with Junior. I mean, I've never had that kind of experience. 
But I did have one, and you might actually for, might have forgotten about this one. But I did have this experience that kind of shook me a little bit. And you will remember when I start telling this because, you know, I was just like, oh, my gosh, what? Like, it's, it's a really weird random dream. Mm-hmm. So, and it actually happened in a dream. So, it was, oh, I don't know how many months before we got married. It was pretty close to when we were about to get married. About three or four months. Yeah. You know where I'm going with yes. this one. So, it was, you know, it was close, you know, getting the wedding, you know, your your mind's on wedding. Like, your wedding, 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 wedding. Where's the dress? Where's this? Where's this? Make sure that's correct. Like, you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's and making sure everything's supposed to go how it is. Right. So, you know, I wake up one morning and I just kind of, I just have a, it's not really uneasy. It was just kind of like a peaceful feeling. Like, I can't really explain it. It was just a, okay. Like, I had that dream. It was kind of weird, but like, it didn't shake me or anything. So, uh, at the time I was talking to you and your parents actually, and you know, I told you, I was like, Hey, you know, I just kind of had this kind of weird kind of, I don't know what to make of it dream. And in that dream, we were getting married. Like, we were about to get married. Right. Um, and uh, one of your relatives, I didn't know who she was. I just knew she was obviously related to you because I know, I know my relatives. Right. <laughs> so it was obviously one of your relatives. She came up to me. And, you know, of course, me being the bride, I'm kind of like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. You know, anxiety and making sure everything's right. You know, you're excited that you're getting married to the man of your dreams. And so, like, you've got – you're pumped. Um, but this lady comes to me and she's just smiling. I mean, the smile is so warm. It's like, you know, if your own mother was smiling at you with, you know, those beautiful loving eyes. And so she's just smiling at me and, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, Hey, how are you doing? You know, making sure you're comfortable with the wedding and, you know, you found your seat, you did, you're good. You know, I mean, that's everybody at their wedding. Yes. You want your wedding to be about you, but you want to make sure your guests are good. Right. And, um, she was good. Uh, we were, I want to say we were close to dancing or we had just done our dance after that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I can't remember anymore. It's been, it's been a while. It's been two years. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, she came back to me and she was just like, I want to let you know that, you know, you make him so happy. And I was like, okay. Which you do, by the way. I was like, well, yeah, thank you. But I was <laughs> like, you know, thank you. Um, I don't know which relative you are but you know thank you and i'm glad you can make it and you know i'm just i'm trying to be a good host i'm like you know thank you for coming out and you know being with us on our wedding and she was just like i wouldn't miss it i would never miss this i was like okay thanks and so in the dream i'm kind of like who was that like you know obviously i just gained a whole bunch of relatives i don't know which one that was right so i go to my husband and um his brother justin's wife adrian in my dream and i'm like hey who is this lady that I was just talking to? I'm like, what are you talking about? Describe her. You know, where where is she at? And I'm like, well, I don't really see her right now. But, you know, I described her. I was like, you know, she's a relatively shorter, rounder lady with some kind of curly hair. She's, you know, kind of young, but not, you know, too, too young, obviously. Right. I was like, you know, I don't know if maybe it's your aunt or somebody. I was like, I don't I don't really know. She's, she gave me that kind of aunt vibe or kind of grandma-y vibe, you know, somewhere, somewhere in that kind of a line. Right. And y'all are like, I don't know. We didn't see you talking to anybody. We don't know. And I was like, okay. And then finally, uh, I believe it was Adrian in the dream. She was kind of like, oh, that's uh, so-and-so. Called her granny granny. Yeah, I think she said something like that. Like, oh, that's just so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I still don't really, like, the connection's not there yet. Right. Because you, we just got married. But, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay. And that's when I woke up. And I was like, huh. 
I don't know who that is. Like I've heard stories uh being, you know, knowing your family and stuff. Right. Like I've heard stories. So I was like, whatever. But when I woke up, I could not remember that name. I was like, I know, like I remembered she was like an aunt kind of feel, grandma kind of feel, but like she smiled at you with the warmest smile and it was like just a mom smile. Like you right. know those smiles like a I'm just so happy to see you kind of smile. So you know, I'm telling my husband this. Well, at the time not my husband. Yeah. My fiance at the time. <laughs> and his mom kind of overhears it and she's like, "Hold on." Wait a minute. And you start smiling. Yeah. Like, you're just beaming because you know who exactly I'm talking about. Your mom kind of yeah. listens in and she's like, hold on, wait a minute. What does she look like? So I try to describe her and I try to tell you all about her smile and her eyes and, like, how just warm and, like, good feeling they are. And that's now, when, like, y'all know. Disclaimer, Bobby's never seen a picture at this time of my grandmother. No, I... Doesn't even I, know what she like, looks like. I just knew it was some relative. Yeah. So... Like his story, his mom goes and whips out a picture. Yeah. And she's like, hey, is this the picture? Is this, you know, someone who looks like that lady? And I was like, yeah, actually, that looks exactly like her, except she was younger than this picture. Right. Like, this picture is her, you know, obviously, like, in her, like, 60s or so. Right. And when I saw the lady, she was, like, maybe in her 30s, 40s. Right. Barely 50s, but I'd say, like, 30s and 40s. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of like her. I mean, pretty much to a T. And I think we actually showed you a picture of her younger with Papa, and you were like, yeah, that's her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, y'all saw him. You know, she was like, okay, hold on. Went and got another picture. Yeah. And she's like, hey, is this one? Yes, that is the lady. Right. And she passed away. When she passed away? Uh, I mean, it, was, it's, it wasn't recent by all means. I want to say it was means. 2016. Yeah, so 2016, give or take. Yeah. And we were married in 2019. Right. So, obviously, I have not really ever seen this lady. Right. Like, I've never seen her. We've never had a conversation. I've never, nothing. And yet, I was like, you know, hey, some relative. Right. And it's not until you saw that picture, I was like, hold on. Yeah, that's the lady I saw, just a little younger. Show me another picture. Oh, crap. That is the lady. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't a junior, like, she flat out was talking to me. It was in my dream. Um. So, that was kind of my grandmother basically affirming. Like, letting both of us know, yes. like, hey. Hey, this is the one. Yeah. Like. I mean, we've told, like, all of your family just about, like, everyone, yeah. you know, your brothers and their wives, and they're all like, yeah, like, that sounds right. exactly like something she would do and say. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I described her, I described her glasses that she was yeah. wearing, and y'all like, yeah, that's, that was her. Yeah. But, like, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a pretty cool, that's a yeah. pretty cool part. And I mean, like, I, I, I've, I've never really seen a ghost. And I've never really done anything like that. But I'm smart enough to know not to dabble with stuff. Right. See, that is the one of the key things with me. I do yes. not dabble. So, like, I might not believe, like, say, certain witchcraft is real. But I'm not dumb enough to go and poke holes and try and, like, oh, you know, Ouija boards aren't real. Let me play with it. No. I'm not I'm not that type of person. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm respectful for all beliefs and all, all things. Right. I mean, that kind of goes along with, you know, me being Hispanic. You know, we have a lot of ghost stories, urban legends. And Boy, do you. Whew, yes, we do. I've if you don't believe me, go visit Grandma. Yes. I mean, we, I could spend, oh, God, forever on the different stories. And I might do that. Um, this podcast is kind of more focused towards the East Texas, you know, our area kind of thing. But, 
I mean, I might venture down to South Texas and tell a little bit of their stuff and maybe around the country. We should actually just go to South Texas and visit with Grandma and let her on the show so she can tell us. But see, they're scarier (laughs) when they're in Spanish. Like, they're scary in English, and you're like, holy crap, that's scary. But in Spanish, it's like a whole other level. Right. So, And obviously, you get from the South Texas that... You know, my wife is of Mexican descent, and her grandmother does speak full Spanish, as her father does as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells me, so we went down there, and she's, yeah, I, I just, I don't like hearing ghost stories from grandma, because they're freaky. Oh, yeah, they'll scare you. And then she's like, okay, let's go outside and go for yeah, a walk Yeah, let's, at let's 9 o'clock at night. Like, let's go tour the neighborhood. I'm, I kind of want to walk. You're like, no, I don't want to walk. I don't want to go anywhere. And I'm more I'm more of a sissy than Bobby is. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You're, you're, just, you don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. You're like, let's go during the day. And, okay, it's time yeah. to get, like, 6 o'clock. Let's, let's head out. We can't, we can't spend <laughs> we can't, too much time. We can't be out at Bragg Road past dark. Like, that's just <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of things that have happened within my family. That they've experienced things, they've seen things, they've, you know, encountered stuff. And I can go on and on. I might have to dedicate some episodes for just their stories because they can get pretty crazy. Um, Me personally, I have only have that one story. The only other one I have, it's not really a ghost story. It's more of a uh, a Mexican thing. Like, if if you've been around Mexicans or, like, Hispanic people, you, you understand uh, Malojo. Like, that is the, the evil eye. Yeah. You know about that. And the only thing with that that I've experienced is, you know, I went to South Texas when I was younger. Got super, super sick after we went to Mexico just to visit. You know, back then, you didn't have any, you know, where's your, uh, was it, passport and stuff. Like, you can just right, yeah. go up and down all the way. So, we were just shopping around. Came back to my grandmother's house. Got super sick. Like, I felt horrible. And it was just a real quick, like, I was great and then not great. Yeah. Took a bunch of medicine, tried to sleep it off. Nothing was working. So my grandmother, being my grandmother, she grabbed an egg and she's like, come here. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you going to do with an egg? Like, I'm not hungry. I'm <laughs> sick and I just want to go to bed. Like, and she was like, no, no, no. Stand here, you know, uh, lift your arms out. Like, you know, I don't know what you call this. Where you're like, your arms are just out completely. And she's like, just stand there. And I said, okay. And she started to pray over me. Yeah. And would rub the egg on me and just keep, she was silently, you know, not silently, quietly pray over me. Um, so she would just pray and pray and pray. And then finally, she cracked open the egg and put it in a glass and then put it on top of her fridge. And then, you know, they let me go. I was like, you know, this lady's freaking nuts. I mean, she just rubbed me with a weird egg and was saying some stuff. Now, obviously, she was saying it in Spanish, and at the time, I didn't know as much Spanish. So all I hear is, you know, like, I don't know what she's saying. Um, so I go back, lay down. 30 minutes, an hour later, I feel fine. Right. Like, I'm completely better. Yeah. So I go back out. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm fine. You know, me being crazy, wild kid, I'm great. I bounce back really fast. And so they go and look at the egg that's, you know, on top of the fridge, and they pull down the glass, and the glass, the egg, like, practically cooked. Yeah. If from what I remember them telling me, like I, I vaguely remember it, and I don't remember exactly how the egg looked, but the egg, like you could tell, like, yeah, it was crazy stuff. And they were like, "Oh yeah, she had the evil eye," mm. and so she had prayed over me with the egg to get it out of me. Right. And that's what caused me to be sick. 
Don't they have to like rub it on your skin first? Or yeah. Something? yeah. So yeah, like yeah. what they do is they uh, she prays like she was I believe she was saying the Lord prayer. Okay. And on top of that, she was rubbing the egg and the sign of the cross all over right. my body. Okay. So she would kind of you know, just get the egg and cross, 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 cross. So all everywhere. the evil goes into the egg. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's kind of a which is what causes it to cook. Right. It's kind right. of a Catholic slash. Right. You know, kind of like my family. You got like the Catholic and yeah. the Creole. Yeah, like they they're very kinda, intertwined, yeah. especially in the Hispanic culture. Like they're they're very intertwined. Like right. it's it's kind of an interesting thing to see. But yeah. But. So that's kind of why we like doing this kind of stuff. Now, oh, yeah. like she kind of said, we don't dabble. Like oh no. Um, You know, when I was growing up, my father always told us a story. Like, we couldn't watch scary movies in our house because my father would be like, hey, if you let the devil in your house, he'll stay there. Like, and so we never really got to do any, watch the scarier movies and stuff like that, like Poltergeist and stuff. Now, did we still watch them? Yes, we did. (laughs) But it just wasn't at my father's house. house. (laughs) um, But, yeah, so we, you know, the mundane the the strange the the stuff the stuff that you don't normally talk about kind of excites us like mm-hmm. we uh because we've been there we've seen this stuff like i said i've seen premonitions of my grandfather and never even knew it she's done the egg thing she's seen my grandmother uh in a in a dream that she's never even met like never no. wouldn't know what she looked like so that's kind of why we do what we do there's some there's some weird stuff going around yeah i mean yeah believe uh, what my family always said, you may not believe in it, but it definitely believes in you. Absolutely. So we don't we don't mess around. Absolutely. Like, and actually the first little house that we had, it was like really creepy and just like we were fighting all the time and just like add-ins. I whipped out my, uh, what was it, sage? Yeah, white sage. My white sage <laughs> and I got my Lord's Prayer out. You know, I prayed over that house and then we were fine. I was sick all the time too. Remember that? Yeah. Whew, that so was a bad it was time. it was funny because when we bought our house, like the first thing my wife went out and did was bought white sage. And well, but you also <laughs> told me don't try and throw me under the bus. You were like, "Hey, <laughs> buy that white sage, and yes. I want you in there first. Absolutely, like pray over this house first. Yeah. So I was like, okay, because he saw, you know, the, the previous place we were at, it was bad. And it's kind of weird because she knows she knows all the the prayers and stuff because she she grew up Catholic she still is Catholic mm-hmm. I am not Catholic so I'm like all right so you go in first because you know all the prayers and you know <laughs> how to do everything and I don't so <laughs> and it's not like I really know I'm just I'm just literally saying the Lord's prayer right. and then I'm just you know openly praying you know please bless this house Lord you know things like that it's not like I have you know a book of how to pray over you know this no she does not how I to uh exercise this demon i don't know any of that actually if, if <laughs> either of us i think i would have more because i have more religious books than you do you like, do you have way more than i do <laughs> but anyways anyways this was just a fun yeah getting to know us and a little bit of our ghost stories and now you know who junior is you know who junior is and this yeah. one was kind of a, a little bit longer i think yeah yeah just a little bit longer but i mean it's good to know who you're talking to right i mean or who you're listening to rather absolutely be like you know why why do these jokers think they know what they know yeah we've experienced some stuff I'm sure you've experienced some stuff yeah and uh you know we also want to hear from our uh, listeners yeah if you experienced some stuff what have you experienced i mean let me know because i'm always looking for content right i mean i have my stories and i have the stories that i you know, stumble across, such as, you know, the uh, Olive Ghost Train and stuff like that. 
But these stories are also very hard to find around this area. I mean, I have one that literally is told by mouth. You cannot find it on the internet yeah. at all. Like, and that's going to be coming up. And that one is a little bit harder, so it might be, you know, a couple episodes down. And and like you said before, maybe you're one of those people who you have a story, but you don't want your name put out there. We will use discretion. So if you ask us, say you don't want your name put out there, we'll change your name on yeah, the show. Yeah, I will definitely air. change your name. If you want to um, be called, you know... Uh, John Doe. I can call you John Doe. I mean, that yeah. kind of sounds like you're a missing person or yeah. whatever. But I mean, I will definitely change your name. Change, you know, if you're like, hey, it happened in right. my we, house. We're always I'm not going to give your address. Yeah, I'm never yeah. going to give any addresses unless it pertains to the story. Yeah, we, we have. If you noticed in the past three episodes, we haven't even get, told you where we live. I believe I said Silsby once. Did you? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't. Well, you don't know where I live personally, so. Oh no, personally, you have no yeah. idea. I will say that we live here in Silsby, Texas. Yes. But that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, I don't want y'all coming knocking on my door saying, hey, I had a story to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> At I 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't no. personally mind if you knock on my door. Just know that it's probably not going to be a nice conversation if it's 3 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in Texas, you know, we're kind of locked yeah, and loaded. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, definitely let me hear your stories. I mean, it could be a personal story of, yeah. you know, you're just, you're haunted by a ghost. Or it could be, you know, hey, there's this road out in the pasture, you know, some crazy stuff's happened. There's some UFOs. Or even if there was a true crime that happened that you know about in this area, whether it be your personal relatives or even a story that really interests you. I know one that's coming up is going to be dealing with the Houston area. Yeah. That's not too far away. I mean, it, it hits close to home. Yeah. So let us know. You can always contact us at uh, at HTT, listen closely, on Facebook. You can also email us, httsilsby at gmail.com. Or you can find the website, www.httsilsby.com. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys, and y'all have a wonderful week. All right. Anyways, that's all from us today. I hope you enjoyed today's topic and that you always listen closely.